I'm dispensers with pets, gulking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary, and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Wednesday, March 29th, and this is the FanboyPlanet.com podcast. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy Planet, and I realize I didn't let uh, my announcer work this week. <laughs> I just thought the same thing. I was all, darn it. You, do guys, it again? you know why? Because last week you had so much trouble rounding up to this. So go ahead and announce yourself. Uh, oh, as you mean as announcer? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Just introduce yourself. Uh, this is the non-announcer, Lon Lopez. Hello. How you doing? And, a little more sedate today. And rounding out the trio, it's Rick Brettschneider! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, all the ships at sea. This is Rick Brettschneider bringing you the Lon Lopez backup news. Yes. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go sell his intro since I didn't do yours. So. <laughs> next week, or the next time, you can do my, you can do mine. Yeah, hi but let's uh, let's up talk. Probably the most exciting news for us this week has nothing to do with comics, only tangentially, because we are all addicted. What, what was that word? Tangentially. Tangentially. It means Tan- uh, non-parallel. Mean, uh, like a tangent? Okay. Yeah, like how I... Not only are we uh, educating you about comics, films, and geeky stuff, we're, we're increasing your vocabulary. It to increase your word power. The word of the day is tangent. tangent. Use it in a sentence. No, it's tangentially. Oh, tangentially. That's the adverbial form. Transgenderly, or Would whatever you he said. So. let me get Sorry, to the point. Sorry, go ahead. I can't believe you're putting me off on a tangent about Don't my Don't get off on a tangent. <laughs> okay. And that is that uh, Microsoft announced this week that uh, Ultimate Alliance, one of our favorite games here, um... Yes. I have to correct you, it wasn't Microsoft. Microsoft did not announce that. So who did it? Marvel did? Uh, whoever makes Ultimate Alliance, it's not Microsoft. Who makes Ultimate Alliance? Who is the publisher of that? Uh, I think it's Activision. Activision. There you Activision go. Activision made the announcement. Another fine company. Microsoft does not need to make any announcements. They just need to let money roll in. And because now they're going to get something. Because they announced that you finished Ultimate Alliance. You're probably sitting at home asking yourself. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. You're just really, yeah, you're going to stick with that. Okay. Just Marvel <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> Alliance. Like, anybody thinks, oh. Ultimate Alliance, that's uh, a new game. Image, I Ultimate Alliance? No, yeah. they know it's Marvel. They know it's Marvel because everything, Ultimate, Marvel now owns the word Ultimate. Do I they? Think. I think they do. Okay. Except in the case of Ultimate Showdown. So, anyway, you've played Marvel Ultimate Alliance. You've reached the end. If you're like me, you've accidentally destroyed California by miffing off the Shi'ar Empire. But... Yeah, you're that's one, a hard thing. Does anybody know how to save Lalandra? Does I anybody no know idea. how to do that? Because um, I think all of us here have Mike skipped Weger, that one. Up there in Canada, you guys... You if you know how to save Lalandra on that game, email us and let us know, because I we think, like California. I think Rick's son, Shang-Chi, may know how to uh, save California. The master of Kung Fu may... Actually, know, no. We but, must consult for the great one. But but there's still something in it for him. This guy, this kid has played Marvel Ultimate Alliance backwards, forwards, upside down... Probably in his sleep. And now, because the Brett Schneider home has an Xbox 360. Yes. Keep going. They've got something more. 
and that is Activision announced this week that you can download eight more characters. What? There is a Marvel Ultimate Alliance expansion pack for the Xbox 360. Among the characters that you can download and play. All right. R. And Lon's wandered away to take care of He's going to fix the air conditioning. I know. He's going to take... Why don't you turn off the... Okay. We don't know. Anyway. Uh, but Lon needs to be back here to hear what, what you can play. You okay, can I'm be Sorry. the Hulk. What? You can be Hawkeye. Get out of here. You can play Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> you can play who else? Doctor Doom. You could play Whoa. as Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom fighting Doctor Doom? Quite possibly. That is crazy. Possibly. That's just... It's, Maybe you're a Doombot. That's, that's just marvelous. Mm. That's four who villains. Else? Who else? Uh, those were the ones I remember. It's I can't four remember. Kitty Pride. No. Colossus. Yes. Oh. No. Nightcrawler. Oh. Nightcrawler and Don't Cyclops. Don't tease me like that. Those are the heroes. It was Hulk, Hawkeye, Nightcrawler, and Cyclops. And what about what red. about Bishop? Nope. No Cable. Bishop. Not yet. Oh, dead, Please, oh. they've got they've got to suck more money out of you. Oh. This way, you buy. If these, you buy these, maybe they'll make more. Exactly. I'm just waiting for Marvel Ultimate Alliance two, where it, it's just all about power pack. So I'll wait for that one. Uh, that's downloadable soon. That's, okay, uh, good. That's for the Nintendo uh, GameCube. Okay. Uh, another power pack available for the, the PSP and the Wii. Uh, so that sounds awesome. So it's got me intrigued by the Xbox 360. Yeah. I'm really annoyed. Thanks. It's uh, it's it's a winning system. I mean, you should really uh, join the dark side. No! I'll never join you. you if you tell me you're my father, I'm out of here. Uh, anyway, there we go. We're I great. am your console. Steve, what's that humming <laughs> noise? You are my console. Is that air conditioning? I'm not your father. Oh, so there's okay. another, there's another, another video game. But you game can thing be my daddy. <laughs> that uh, I Woo! don't know if any of us here will be able to take advantage of this, but if you can, please let me know because I'll see if we can get a review copy. Is that uh, under mobile phone gaming? How many of you here do mobile phone? Not gaming? it. Yeah. Rick does a little bit, so maybe we can set this up because there is a Heroes mobile phone game coming. I'm oh, a hero. That kind of hero? No. Oh, okay. You know what kind of hero. Oh. What pray tell the form is it? Is it a first person or a I platform game or I don't know. You variation know on solitaire? They or? actually show you your phone bill and you make a face like hero. That's how you play. And, Ooh. You, and you try to transform time and space so that you'll stop, stop. making that phone call. <laughs> oh, if only I had Shut those, up, Mom. those 30 text messages. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we'll look forward to it. They've announced this week cool. that there will be a Heroes mobile phone game. Um, Any particular uh, system or Oh, doggone I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah. You know, I have I'm to just admit, all about the details. It's probably on uh, T Verizon uh, English. Something like that. Now yes. that I know that Rick can take advantage of these capabilities, I would pay more attention to these sorts of things. I have a, a little tiny cell phone that really doesn't play games well. The Sony Ericsson, it's not a bad phone. It's a nice phone. It's a nice phone, yeah. but it's not really a good gaming phone. I have the Motorola Q. Yeah, except, you know, my my thumbs are fat. Uh, but so maybe that's the problem there. But uh, so I can't, I myself am not able to take advantage of that. Nor am I able to take care of the other thing that you talked about this week, the PSP Marvel training. I don't have a PSP. I have a PSP. What a surprise. I will make sure that somehow we get the Marvel trading cards, which I I assume is the Versus. It's a variation on the Versus. I looked at at the webpage today. It's a variation on the Versus card game, and it's built like some of the other collectible card games that have gone to video games. So like Marvel, um, like Magic Gathering, Magic the Gathering, where you go online and you buy packs of cards, and they have the randomness built in. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So uh, you, you, I think it's you know, like I have the randomness built in too. I just want to say that they for ten dollars. We know it for ten dollars. You get forty points, and a pack of cards is ten points. So you get twelve cards for two fifty, okay. which is roughly the equivalent. Of, you're buying virtual cards for about the same amount of money as you buy the cardboard ones. But the nice thing about the PSP and most of the handholds that have come out recently, wireless, and you can connect via the internet to other people and play it. Okay, so, so you can actually have opponents. That's kind of yeah. cool. So that's what it's all about. See, so then that's very exciting. One other uh, on a platform that I don't have yet, but I'm going to find my way because this is a blast from the past, is that uh, with a Blu-ray. Anybody have a Blu-ray? Yes. Rick, you do. <laughs> Doggone it. I didn't know this was going to be tech talk. I would have. Well, I don't mean no, to. It's all games. Because it's all bragging you, radio. <laughs> okay, so now I've got to come over to your house, and we've got to play. Uh, on its way is there's going to be released in early April a uh, complete remat- digital remastering of Dragon's Lair. Oh, the oh, Don Bluth? The Don Bluth Excellent. game. Total uh, blast from the past there. Uh, now, I played the... They so it's a Blu-ray video game. Yes. So they're using the forward and back chapter things mm-hmm. as controllers, which, mm-hmm. which they did. They've done that previously with like that title. DVD version. They had done DVD versions of mm-hmm. Dragon's Lair before. And there was an HD version for but computers, not HD. which I got. Uh, and now they're going to do it. It's a special... It's a new uh, Blu-ray... DVD-J or something. There's a new technology that's probably allowing for these using those arrows to yeah. the controls. Yeah. But they say it's a step up, so we'll see. And well, let's hope it's a little stiff. tighter than those other ones because I heard those other ones were kind of stiff and. Well, not the as other fun. ones were a little. It's that game is all about timing. Right? Yeah, and so I had if a little you're problem a couple of times. I try, I had time to sit down and load it up on my computer. Oh, I miss that computer. Uh, when I loaded it up, uh, but I also realized, you know, as we know. Uh, I used to be the lame gamer, and uh, I still... What do you mean, used to be? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I did finish Ultimate Alliance. There you go. A year ago. I have not finished Ultimate Alliance. That's not something I ever would have done. Uh, I just like how he likes to shed off his, uh, you know, his titles. All right, I'm still the lame gamer. Only we can do that, so... uh, All right, so you and me, we'll we'll do a little Ultimate (laughs) Alliance. Only your friends can give you nicknames. You can't come in and say, my nickname today is the Awesome Gamer. No, my nickname today is... Buck. Buck. What, what was that movie where Fred Savage was like a video game? The like, Wizard? The Wizard. Yeah. yeah, once you beat The Wizard, then you can't be a lame gamer. So No. <laughs> That's going to be tough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is that the criteria? <laughs> there's something There's something oxymoronic about that. If you beat The Wizard, you're no longer the ga- lame gamer, really. Because if you know who The Wizard is, you're lame. That doesn't make That's me a lame gamer. Fred, you're needed. We need you. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I don't think he's doing anything right now. Maybe we can get him, maybe get him on. Maybe. Then Derek can beat him. At video games. At video games. At video games. I can just beat him. Yeah. Hey. Just All right. pummel the little yeah. twerk. I don't know. He's, well, he's kind of stocky. He, he, okay. Uh, so am I. We're all stocky here. Not Rick. Rick, he's, he's lean okay. and slender. All right. Okay. He's wiry. Uh, he's like the Avenger. It's quality of muscle. Not there quantity. you go. Holy crap. Man, that was a reach. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Uh, Richard Benson. Richard Henry Benson. And uh, so moving off of uh, game and excitement and tangents. Tangicity. We'll talk about comics eventually. I'm not sure we actually will. I don't think I wrote any comic thing down. Except that we were going to talk about TV shows that get turned into comics. Yes. But first we've got a comic that's going to turn into a movie that you wanted to talk about, which was that there's an adaptation of Wanted on the docket Ooh, for uh, yeah. New Line Cinema. I don't know anymore. You I don't, don't really know care. What um, but it was from Top Cow originally. Mark Miller right, Mark Miller. Jones. 
Okay, so check this out. So Mark Miller does this this, yo, yo, yo. this super yo yo one two. Check it out. Um, so basically, Mark Miller does this book, uh, Wanted, the stories about a syndicate of uh, supervillains. It was actually a rejected DC pitch. It was okay. originally okay. a revival of the Secret yeah. Society of Supervillains. I see. Uh, he pitched yeah. it in Elseworlds, and DC said it was way too violent and disgusting in its con- concept for them to yeah. let him play with the DC sure. heroes. This sure. must have been a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you look at it, yeah. and I still have my copies, yeah, which I'm kind of thankful yeah. about it. Um, Basically, if you look at the characters, you can see that whoever the artist was, I don't remember the artist. Was it J.G. Jones. Jones? Okay. J.G. Jones. So um, you look at the, the characters, and they're obviously modeled after known celebrities. You can tell the, the main character, Wesley, looks is a dead There's ringer M&M. for Eminem. And at um, one point, Mark Miller had announced that Eminem had agreed to play it. I see. Okay. He's wrong. Yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. a while back. And then also to um, Eminem's, I'm sorry, uh, Wesley's uh, mentor, was a character called the Cat, who obviously was modeled after Halle Berry. Yeah. Um, and I think... Nobody that w- wants to work with her anymore. Is that what it is? I think that's quite funny. Well, anyway, so um, I was... So when I heard they were making this movie, I was, you know, kind of interested because, you know, hey, it's a comic movie again. And I found out they had cast Angelina Jolie in the film, one of the you know most hottest chicks out there. And I heard she is being cast to play... The Cat. The Cat. Yeah. So, um, if you have a character modeled after Halle Berry, why do you go after Angelina Jolie to play that character? Well, Eminem isn't going to play Wesley. It's James, sure. it's James sure, McAvoy. Who but Eminem, like, he only did out. what? He only did what? Eight Mile? I mean, that, that could be understood. But, like, Halle Berry, she's not, you know, she did X3. We know she's not above comic movies. Uh, but actually, she, every time she does one, she claims she is, that it will be the last one. Well, so yeah, because she's talking about Catwoman. That's so, interesting. I mean, didn't Angelina just recently say that she was going to not do anything for a while and just concentrate on being a mother to her 15 adopted Well, yeah, children? no, she's going back to that in like a month. I mean, you know, she's got a couple more months of motherhood. And then, yeah, and then, uh, yeah they're old enough. Side note, did you hear Jessica Simpson was at a mes- Mexican... Uh, orphanage like yesterday or today? No. I, I read that on like Yahoo or something, and I was like, and I know bad like late night comedy joke, but you're like, <laughs> is that like the new just browsing? Thing? Or yeah, is that like the new are thing you, are with you, like girl female? Are you, trying to, are you running for the border in a diaper going adopt me, adopt <laughs> me? I'd like to suckle at those. Come on, I need. Come on, no, what I'm just saying like is that the new Mama thing Sita. with with the the hot actresses in Hollywood? Baby like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go adopt children from oh, third world countries. Yeah, baby Huey Lopez over here. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, I guess it is the new hot thing. So you've got that problem with Wanted. The other thing that's interesting about Wanted is that they're also... I don't want it. No, I'm kidding. They're already... uh, They're already talking sequel. They're already talking sequel, which Mark Miller has said it has nothing to do with him. It's not something he's going to generate in comics, but the studio, obviously, everybody wants a franchise. Yeah. We know that. Frank Miller's even pitched to uh, Warner Brothers. Sorry, guys. My stomach is acting up right now. The mole oh, man is tunneling in. It is. That's what, yeah, it's power tools next door. Yeah. But, no, that's my really bad indigestion. Okay. But uh, Frank Miller's pitched a 300 sequel to Warner Brothers. It's called 301 the and a half. No. Dalmatians. No, it's called 300 and a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> With Ted Danson. All right. Uh, there you well, go. Well, he's, yeah. All right. Four cheers. Anyway. Uh, just... Wow, this... Tonight, we dine 
in at McDonald's. At McDonald's. Yeah. That sounds really good right about now. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, everybody's going for the franchise. Everybody's going for the sequels. We know that. It looks like, uh, the, by the way. The oh, I also heard James Cameron is uh, pitching a sequel to Titanic. Yeah. I heard, yeah. It's uh, floaters. You, yeah, it's called. You uh, may have been confused because actually uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio have signed on to do a project. No, together, I was just making a bad actual, joke. But I'm, there's an actual, that's actual news that they are going to reunite for a project. But it's not Titanic 2. No, it's the, not. The Reckoning. No. <laughs> the ship comes back. <laughs> Go ship. Uh, Titanic. Gonna get that quickening. iceberg. The Quickening. That was the Highlander 2. What oh, was it? I never quickening. saw it. The Sickening. Oh, that was horrible. All I know is there should have only been one. <laughs> Highlander movie. Oh! oh Sting! Sting! Anybody... Did any of you guys ever watch the animated series? Yes. There was an animated series? There was an animated and there's series. a new one coming Good. out. I know. I Good know. lord. I know. It's horrible. Anyway, Make it stop. so speaking of, of odd adaptations, the TV show comics, we've got that... Uh, I want to talk about 24 comic. Okay, yeah, there's Are there 24 comic. pages in it? And then each page I represents... I think, I think you haven't quite got the theme of the comic oh, now. Oh, okay. It's like 52. There are you're 52 only missions? allowed to read one page per hour. Oh, okay. Uh, how are they going to force that? Hmm. I don't know. But the one thing the comic doesn't have is that little noise that boop, boop. They don't have that in the comic, and I that's no. why I, I tune I in for that, that show. That's why. every time they go to commercial that shows the clock yeah. ticking uh, okay. and does yeah. a little boop, boop. That is okay. a confession. I they could do that right before the ad pages. Ah, yes. I have never watched 24. They I should have the just a whole blank page that just says boop, and that's it. And then Maybe as I do, turn uh, it, yeah. Hey, it's a good way to cut down on costs. Mm -hmm. So you've got a 24 comic, and uh, how do you guys feel about TV adaptations? Uh, because you know, love them, hate them. Like I, I used to read some of the Dark Horse, Buffy, and Angel stuff, and I would pick them up and trade paperbacks like at the library, and I get really annoyed because I knew that they weren't canon, yeah. and yet this new Buffy. Well, nothing's canon. Because it's announced as season eight. That's like, yeah, canon. That's why I stopped. I, I don't yeah. like reading read novelizations of series. Actually, either. some of the best best uh, TV adaptations mm -hmm. were, I believe, it was DC that was doing Star Trek, and they took it way off. Uh, they made non-star characters into the stars of stories because they could do things with and them. And Paramount slapped and them Paramount hand, yeah. did not like that at all, but they were some of the best stories out there because they well, could actually the be D engaging. In fact, the DC Star Trek was the first time that it actually laid the groundwork unknowingly for the Klingon Empire coming into the Federation because mm -hmm. they had the pacifist Klingon. Klingon, yeah. I can't remember what his name was, but the Peter David created I think that his character. name was... Like and they had yeah. this assassin named Sweeney and a lawyer yep. that was from Jim Kirk's past. And they had all these, yeah, great characters. Great characters, they, great stories. People died. And they got down by the slapped down by the licensing yeah. office, yeah. My favorite uh, TV show adaption comic was uh, Welcome Back, Carter. Or Cotter. Um, Carter. Uh, back in the 70s, E. Nelson Bridwell wrote that, yeah. Oh, there really was one? <laughs> yeah, DC Oh, I was totally it. kidding. DC I was totally kidding. It. They had a line, they had a brief line of... Um, See how stupid I am? Yeah. Or they stupid had a, 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 DC of is. DC TV comics. And, uh, Do you remember the Jerry Lewis comics? They, yeah, they turned Shazam. It's a comic! Uh. They had Shazam, they had a Super Friends comic, and they had Welcome Back, Cotter. There was yep. one that didn't fit why they did a Welcome Back, Cotter. But, you know, that's true. That's a long history of the 50s and 60s. You had yeah. a Jerry Lewis comic. You had a Bob Hope comic. Yep. Uh, well, know, Bob Hope was a comic. So I mean that makes right. and sense. You're not gonna give you're not gonna give Jerry Lewis credit for being a comic in France, maybe. Jerry Lewis is <laughs> see, I he's went a genius. there. You did. You he's did. a genius. Monsieur. All right, the Pez Man went there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I know you're dying to get to the latest one, which is canon. 
which is I was leading in for you. I love Lucy. <laughs> I love Lucy. I'm I'm I no said no. Buffy season eight. Yeah, Buffy season eight. Well, I mentioned that. So well, I mentioned know, it. Say, well, Are yeah. we going to talk about we it? We can talk about it. I thought it's we already a, talked about it. Go- we talked about it before it came. Before oh, the day it came out. who's we read it? I am. I, I read it. All right, you guys discuss. And almost everything we said a couple weeks ago when Lon was asking because he's not a Buffy fan. Like, where do we leave it? Like, in, in, a, in a couple of caption boxes, Joss Whedon mentions, by the way, everything that you thought you knew from the Angel series about what happened to Buffy, wrong. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, clever, damn it. Uh, he fooled me, lured me in, and I, I enjoyed it. I loved the bit with Xander and the eye patch and the Nick Fury and the Sergeant Fury. And, and remembering that Xander's a geek. Yeah. He's one of us. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, I, and then they throw uh, Dawn in at you, you know, without, yeah. with, like, Okay, there's a backstory here we haven't seen. Yeah. 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 So I so well done. Yeah. Just like the, it was like watching an episode again. It was great. It was great. And so I'm happy about that one. That's the first one in a long time. Like I, I yeah. occasionally would like, again, when I was into Xena, the TV show, and Hercules, I tried picking up a couple of the Topps comics adaptations, and, you know, you just couldn't do anything. Yeah, they're, they're watered down. They're not new. I mean, at least this is uh, the creator. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take his story where he wanted it to go, and mm-hmm. things will happen. He can kill people. Mm-hmm. You know, he is God of that universe. And and I accept that that change is made. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. So, there you go. And we've got uh, oh, it lost his peer for a second, but we he was going to talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, and he left. So we can, you and I can talk about these strange casting rumors that he mentioned today, and we'll just shoot him down while he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Teen Wolf, Tom Welling. As Teen Wolf? What the... Who... who what? Who green-lighted Isn't he teen 43 now? Isn't he older than me at this point? No. Uh, I just like... He's like 28 or 29. Has, uh, you say it every time something like this happens. Hollywood totally bankrupt on ideas. Teen and, Wolf? And the only thing I think of is that Teen Wolf was... There is a connection. Tom Welling already has a connection to Teen Wolf, which is that uh, Smallville's executive producer, Jeff Loeb, created the Teen Wolf franchise. But don't care. Don't care. Right, I was like, that's just a that's just a, that's just a let's, geeky. Let's uh, just get, yeah, I know. I, I, I I'm not I'm not saying I don't care about your depth of geek knowledge. I'm no, const- I'm, I'm constantly astounded by that. Am I going to spend money at the box office to see Teen Wolf? Three? No, 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 no. I can't and, imagine. And, and I don't want to buy Tom Welling as a teen anymore. No, I you know no. Like I had no problem. You know, last week uh, the world was rocked by the announcement that. Uh, all the kids in the Harry Potter movies have signed contracts to finish the series up, which I had no problem with. And every time they made yeah. one of those movies, they're like, oh, they're too old. I'm like, have you watched the CW yeah. or the WB right. or the UPN? Right. These kids. You watch Stockard Channing in Greece. By the time you get through Deathly Hallows, at most, those kids are going to be 23 or 24. Yeah. They're not even kids. But they'll be yeah. 23 or 24. That's not old yeah. to play a teen. Not on, not on Hollywood. Not, not on with makeup. Not with angles. Yeah. No, you know. And by the time they, they'll at least be 17. It, the character's supposed to be 17. I'm going to buy that. But Tom Welling, I'm sorry, he's 28 or 29 right now. He's too old to have me go in and buy him as a team. Move wolf. on to better better, better products. Yeah. And Tom. you know what? If he really is a better actor, if he wants to be better, he doesn't, he doesn't need Don't to do it a franchise. Teen wolf. He needs to do a serious movie, and he yeah. hasn't. You know, he's done the horror. A lot of these CW guys. Go indie. Go find a good indie film to be in. Or, All right. Uh, yeah. Maybe Lon and I will write one. I was talking Lon to you, Derek. The bathroom. What? <laughs> go find it. I'd love to be in an indie film. Thanks. Um, but please, I'm off, 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 off Broadway. My current production of Hamlet is fabulous. Uh, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. The other one, Trisha Helfer as Supergirl. I haven't heard either of these things, but Lon says that he thought he did. So you know, I know I've been a little out of it this week. This one is just 
crazy. I just think she's too old to play a super girl. Much as I'd like to see more of Trisha, oh, that didn't come out right. Much as I, exactly I think, as you wanted it to. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that she would look great in the costume. Uh, but not we, for the reasons. That, not for uh, you, not you know, for the reasons we all wanted. I just want a poster of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The legs are too long. Uh, the dimensions are uh, awe-inspiring. And I don't know. I, I'm still working my way through Battlestar Galactica, but she's one of those actresses where I feel it may be uh, too much of a stretch for her, and this is not an insult at all, too much of a stretch for her to play the innocence that I think no matter what version of oh, yeah. Supergirl you use, that that should be. You know, there's a naivete that I don't think Trisha Helfer can play, and I'm okay with that. So if that's a, if that's true, if that's, I don't want to see her play naive. If that's really going on in somebody's head in Hollywood, uh, no, I'm not interested in that. Not interested in that at all. But uh, so we've just uh, shot down your. Welcome back, Lon Welcome Lopez. Back. Welcome back to the microphone. Thank you. I'm back. Uh, and the last, uh, at this point, a casting rumor, though I think it is very serious that they want to revive Snake Plissken, is that uh, Gerard Butler is apparently interested in playing Snake Plissken in, in a remake of Escape from New York. I've heard uh, Gerard Depardieu too. Or a, or a did prequel. we talk about this already, or did I have this conversation with somebody else? You probably had this conversation with somebody else. Kurt Russell could still play Snake and Plissken and something. would be believable as the war torn, torn up. And I believe, angry. I believe after next week, when a little something called Grindhouse opens up with Kurt Russell totally and the character of Stuntman Mike in the in half of the Hard film to Kill, Death, or death, death Proof. Death Proof. Death Proof. Death Proof. Hard to Kill. That was a Steven Seagal movie. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. One of the better stomach. ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I think that the thing is that everybody forgets about how good Kurt Russell is until he's in a movie and is the only watchable thing in it. Like, I didn't forget Kurt. Like Poseidon. But everybody I didn't either. Poseidon. If you saw Poseidon, it sucked. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell is my Nick Fury. If my Nick Fury movie oh, yeah. ever gets made. Oh, my gosh. Kurt he's my Nick Fury. fantastic Nick Fury. Yeah. Sorry, can, Sam Jackson. He can snarl. Sorry. But Kurt Russell is a great And he has experience wearing an eye patch. Yep. And may I say, you know, I mean, because I, I go back and at uh, a totally under, underrated movie, that's Sky High. Fun, yeah. teen, kid movie about you know superheroes. And name, Kurt Russell makes that movie work. He's name so one great. movie he's not good in. No, I can't. Thank you. I can't. Maybe and don't, the, you could even go back to his... Maybe the travels of Jamie McFeeters. You computer wear tennis shoes. I was gonna no, say. that's great! Yeah, the first of the Dexter Riley movies? Come going on! Going back to the old Disney movies, he was even good in those. <laughs> you just raised the bar. Barefoot executive? <laughs> there Come we go. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strongest man in the world? Strongest man in the world Now you awesome. see him, now you don't. Why isn't there a DVD trilogy pack for that there guy? There is! I oh. just don't have it, because they didn't do any extras on it. But Kurt Russell rocked. <laughs> Fanboy Planet is a huge Kurt Russell fan. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Behind the Russ. Soldier. I, Soldier. I haven't seen Soldier. Terrible movie. He was good. He's to me, he's one of those guys that I might not automatically go see a movie because Kurt Russell's in it. Because Big Trouble. I think he did. Oh. He but see, here's the thing with Kurt Russell. He don't phone it in. No. I know that was bad English, no. but he don't phone it in. But you know, for the kind of actor that Kurt is, you need to just get down and, exactly. and say your grammar the, however you want to. He don't yeah. phone he don't in. Phone it in. We love <laughs> Kurt Russell, and if we could get him to phone in, that would be fantastic. And we forgive yeah. you for Escape from L.A. Hey, even that. You know, he was great in Escape. Yeah. That's not his fault. No, it wasn't. John Carpenter actually, had a very actually, tired it, face. It was. He oh, actually wrote it. some of it. But oh, crap. I think the parts he wrote were good. 
I don't know which ones, but I'm assuming they were good. Let's yeah. just go with it. Okay. I, you know, I love him surfing there. Steve Buscemi looking over. Anyways, back to the remake or prequel or whatever. Can't these studios find any new ideas out there? We ran it. I mean, yeah. come on. Look at, like, okay. If not, if anything, didn't 300 just show everybody that, look, we don't have to do a remake to make $100 million epic movies that have record-breaking weekends. It's like, find a new story, give people something new. Look at yeah. all these remakes. They're making, they make their money back and maybe a little bit, and that's all the, that's all the, there's sexy. another one that you, uh, were gonna talk about, though. Another remake. Something, uh, Set me up, Green I and, uh, Shelly. Oh, oh, oh the it, TMNT remake. Well, it wasn't a real remake. It was, uh, I guess, uh. Give us a quick TMNT. All right. The quick TMNT, uh, review, which I didn't get a chance to write one of Lon Lopez's kick ass reviews on fanboyplanet.com. Jamie Calwick, the usher in England. Yes. Um, but if had I ever. The, wrote it, the usher of that's, England? That's his, web, his website, theusher.com. Well, I'm the so Duke okay. of Slick, baby, and yeah, here yeah, we are. So. Kiss from the Rose on the Grave. Okay, the, uh, the review is this. If you ever in your entire life liked the Ninja Turtles, or TMNT as they're going by these days, um, this is a movie for the fans. Um, really? The movie is I really want to take my kids. harkens back to the original uh, issues. I mean, it does play to the, you know, the 80s kind of cartoon and kind of that, you know, but not once. I mean, there's a cowabunga and they eat pizza, but it's not like in the comic where that's the main thing. It's kind of alluded at like almost like a like well, a the nod. Eastman and Laird stuff was was not all about cowabunga. No, 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 the cartoon was. The cartoon, cartoon was. was. The right. Okay. Comic well, what I'm saying is that they nod to that as a kind of a, hey, you know, all these who like the, the, uh, the cartoon... Here's your little nod. He says Cowabunga once. You know, here's your little nod. They're making a pizza in the background. You know, that's those are the kind of sly, subtle hints. But really, what what the... Oh, God, they're coming in. No. Um, <laughs> the turtles are here. It's Shredder. Sorry. The alien insect overlords are coming through the floorboard. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. But, uh, no, what, what it does, though, is it, it brings in everything that made the turtles great. It has a... First of all, the story is a great story. What they did was, you know, and I think they even dealt with this in some of the comics. And Derek, I don't know if you you have the the, the database for this, but um, basically they start the movie with the turtles not being together. They're kind of, you know, off, you know, oh, they're separated. They're kind of separated, and the whole fam or the whole uh, movie has kind of a theme of, you know, family. They tried to do that with the relaunch a couple of years ago. Okay, well maybe it was kind of similar to that, in. but um, you know, and then they have, you know, they deal with issues of each one kind of trying to cope as an individual when the reality of it is is they're stronger and better as a family uh, and it's kind of one of the you know, strong family values so it has kind of a theme to it but at the same time what I like most about it is the CGI is fantastic I was thinking it was going to be a really kind of lame you know kind of uh, half-assed kind of Pixar you know copy wannabe and the CGI looks amazing it almost looks to the point like you almost harken back to the 80s movies where you see the guys in the rubber suits they almost look like you know, real live, you know, kind of uh, half mutant turtles or whatever. Um, and the other thing I really liked about it is there's a lot of clips in the movie where they have very, like, a lot of scenes where the turtles are kind of stopped in their iconic poses that you remember from the actual panels of the comic book. And there's a lot of stuff like that where you, as a fan, to see it and see it done right for the first time, it kind of makes you go, man, that's what I always thought they should have been like. And that's why I think this movie is. So good. And the action, too, since the CGI has gotten so much better, 
they can do realist like the fighting is you feel like you're watching the matrix you know those matrix style you know fast kung fu blocking and the turtles move and jump and bend like they're supposed to i mean it's does uh, vanilla ice play a key role um thankfully no but okay. there's an appearance from the foot uh, foot clan although we don't, we don't see a shredder no. or do we i don't know but um how's the story the story, like I said, great story. I mean, like with any movie, whatever movie you're going to sell, it has to have a good story, no matter what. Yeah. So story itself sells this movie. Um, oh, good. On the flip side, like I said, uh, CGI is great. Uh, story is great. Fighting's great. Iconic images. Um, stuff you couldn't do in a live-action movie, you know, with all the effects and the fighting and everything else. So uh, definitely, I would give it five planets. Wow. Which we did. Anyway. Did you really? Yeah, it was Phil Well, looky there. No, but honestly, from a true fanboy point of view, if you're a fanboy and you're on the fence about this movie, or you maybe, like I said, if you've ever liked the Turtles, like ever, I think you should go see it, because I think you will be satisfied. And it doesn't dumb down. I mean, yeah, it's got, it's, you know, it kind of reminded me of the Incredibles a little bit. One of the guys even looks like a Mr. Incredible. So, so, uh, does it have uh, Casey Jones? Should I spoil it or should I? Well, oh, yes, no. You know what? Casey Jones d- is there, April. and April O'Neil is there. Uh, Sarah Michelle um, Geller is uh, April. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And Patrick wow. Stewart has a cameo, is or not a cameo, plays a role as one of the guys. So, um, you know, it definitely has its kid aspects. There's a kid, you know. I mean, it's definitely geared for kids, but it doesn't dumb down for adults. So there's not really. You won't be getting in there going, oh, great, here he's going to yell cowabunga again. You know what I mean? There's, they have those funny parts in there, but it's only as nostalgia. Everything is handled very maturely and very kind of, you know. I'm now kind of interested. To, it's great. Know, I it's fantastic. Because anyway, they want to see it. But that's, I, I was make, waiting for the DVD. Make, but I will make one now. warning to the kids. I could see, I mean, it, the movie is very dark in the sense of lighting. Like the movie, because they're all, everything happens at night because they have to hide mm-hmm. in the shadows and they're ninjas. Yeah. So it's a very dark movie. And also, they're, they have to, one of the major storylines is they have to fight these monsters. The monsters are a little scary looking. I mean, they're cartoony still, but I could see where a little kid, like a small little kid, might kind of not, you know, if they're into monsters, then they'll love it. There might be a couple. Good warning. Good warning. There might be a couple scary monster scenes. So that's well, all I'll if say. If you agree or disagree with us, by all means, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Mike Wegger does, and we mention him every week because he writes every He's week. He's awesome. He's awesome. We love him. And of course, Wait, does he get assigned? Uh, uh, he can't. He just he needs to give me his address. Okay. Uh, we, we, we still have posters from the Bridge to Terabithia that we will all sign. A movie we had nothing to do with. Not at all, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're Fanboy Planet, and we just... Got the shiny pen. We, and we, we have a stack here yeah, we that we need stack, to get rid we of. We shiny pens, and we feed off of the hard work of others. That's what that's what the Internet is for. Anyway, but who wouldn't want a signed Bridge to Terabithia poster in their house? Now with the signature of the Pez Man, <laughs> I want that. I, I won't sign it as the Pez Man. Oh, that's, come on. That's not going to catch on. I'm what sorry. If, what if Mike Wegger demands it? Anyway, write in. Anything from Mike. To editor at fanboyplanet.com. Go to the forums or just uh, yeah, check, check us out. Are we done? We done already? We are. Cause we, gotta, we got nothing else? We got to head off, man. Oh, we, we're, we're right. You guys are busy tonight. We're busy. Sorry. Lon and I have a date with Miss Peggy Flynn. I, I thought you said Does it was she Will know? No, oh. what? Does she know? know? No. <laughs> We're stalking. Uh, yeah, anyway. So that's it. Thanks. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. This is Lon, the not-pez man, Lopez. <laughs> Woo! Tip his head back, eat the candy. <laughs> and Rick Brett Snyder. Taste the rainbow. 
Taste the rainbow. Oh. Yeah, we'd like to remind you. Uh-huh. No, that's. Uh, You're going to taste his rainbow? What? No, what? About? what? Oh. I'm Wait, so confused. Do we have a celebrity guest to sign us off, or shall we say ourselves? Tonight? Actually, yes, yeah, Sean Connery. Let's hear it. Use Sean Connery. <laughs> Use your powers only for good. Only for good. Highland. I like a dueling Sean Connery. I think yours was weak. That was sad. That was very, very sad. You're the man now, dog. I'm looking for a woman who could take a good punch. Hawaiian? Okay. Bye. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I'd like to remind everyone listening to use your powers only for good. Thank you. Uh, okay, so now we're recording. Are ready? Okay. We're going to wait for the transaction at the register to be done. <sighs> Thank God yeah, Soundman is back. I know. I, I like the way you did the intro. Did you? That was, still heard that was me at midnight. <laughs> like, no, it was pretty funny. It was like, I get the whole, hey, Lon and Jerry, you doing? All right, guys. Oh, God. And because of the intro, your voice is all distorted mm-hmm. the, on the one we did. So it's just perfect. Like, oh, my God, oh my you God. need me. <laughs> It was fun. And then he's oh he's not confident <laughs> about calling himself Sound Guy. He's just like, hey, it's Sound Guy. No. Hang on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was well done. I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Oh, I did it in heard one. another rumor. Yeah. I heard another rumor. Yeah. Um, it said 80s movies. Oh, shoot, what was it? They're talking about doing another. Oh, a team. Tom Welling. Is getting in talks to do a new Teen Wolf movie, and they're talking about doing a new Supergirl movie. They're talking about a new Escape from New York movie, right? But Supergirl starring Trisha Helfer from Battlestar Galactica. Holy moly, Supergirl! Yeah, more like super hot. <laughs> okay. Okay, hang on, and uh, and uh, yeah, Escape from New York. We should talk about Gerard Butler just. Yeah. She doesn't. Yeah. She can't do a girl. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not, I'm trying to picture. I can picture her in the outfit, but yet again, no, no. See, she's too old. She's too sophisticated. The legs are too long. Okay, but we'll talk about this. Okay. Maybe. Well, but that's how Michael Turner pictures. Everybody's legs are too long. No, no, no. Those legs are not as long as Trisha Helfer's. I got I I know this because somebody told me. I lost that link too. Oh god, I gotta get Goodson to read. Yeah. I went over to his place last week. He's setting aside a little corner of a corner of the house for me. I heard. Yeah. I'll have a couch, a little table, a workstation. Very nice. Where I can look at the TV. A little wheel you can run in. <laughs> yeah. Am I interrupting We just want to put you on a mic. We'll get started when you stop. <laughs> We've been waiting for you to, to finish your uh, uh, diatribe. Hey, we're just chatting here. I, I, and that's lovely. It's just audible. It's just audible. 
Thank you. Come again. Maybe you can find your way back. <laughs> Leave breadcrumbs. <laughs>